This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Team of like no, I usually travel quite alone, maybe one or two people, um, because I feel like if there's too many people around, you know, it's it's more difficult to get a grasp of exactly what's happening in the local countries. I'm very low key, you know, so it, I can go anywhere with not not too many problems. Yesterday I was in uh, with my team here. I was in Ion, and they did not let me inside the Vuitton shop, you know. So I went, came in and said, no, no, there's too many the people. Yeah, oh, so no. you know. <laughs> And that's fine. Do you get asked the millennial question a lot? I have an answer that's a bit disruptive, so I like to tell it, you know, because I'm a millennial myself. A lot of brands today are targeting millennials, right? Yeah. Like, oh, let's do a collaboration with this brand because we're going to appeal to 25 to 40 years old, whatever. <laughs> I think that's completely stupid because, as a millennial myself, I think you feel when it's fake. You feel when a brand, on purpose, tries to target you. So. I think you can target millennials organically, organically by doing things that make sense. I think you know that's what we're trying to do. So, if you look at you know when we we collaborated with Supreme, we didn't collaborate with Supreme to target millennials. We collaborated with Supreme because we like streetwear, we like skateboarding, we like the brand, and it made sense. We collaborated with Fendi. You know, Fendi was a 2,500 euro suitcase. Not many millennials can afford that, and. The, Customer base was a bit older, yet the brand is able to, you know, play in different kinds of fields. I think it's very dangerous to target millennials because if you do that, you alienate yourself two types of customers: the younger ones and the older ones, right? Because the older ones think, "Oh my God, they don't even care about me anymore," and the younger ones, well, they don't want to look like millennials, right? They're like, "Oh yeah, we're way cooler, like whatever." So, I think it's quite dangerous. So, what plans do you have, like, for three years, five years, ten years? We restructured the company completely from a wholesale-driven uh, German manufacturer to a retail-oriented luxury goods company. So that's done. Took us two and a half, three years. Uh, now the growth potential is huge. So we're going to continue opening stores, continue uh, going to interesting geographies, and so on and so forth. And I think this will be the next three years of the of the brand, and then five to ten years, I think, is expansion. So. Product expansion, you know, maybe getting outside of suitcases, thinking of other kinds of products, services, just to make the brand more holistic. I think now we first need to really uh, uh, invest and focus on who we are and what our brand is, and then we can we can look at broader expansion. Are you happy with the branding? Of yeah, yeah, very happy with the branding. I think it's very minimalistic, very true to who we are. Yet it speaks to many people. It's quite broad in in, in how people interact with it, like it or not. You see. Okay. Okay. I don't want to keep you. Thank you very much. <laughs> That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM eighty nine point three.